0: Good evening. Good evening, thank you for coming. Uh, continuing our discussion of the Hilchot Birkat HaMazon, we've been talking about benching over a cup of wine. Yesterday we spoke about the need to do uh, the Hadacha U'shtifa, right, to washing the outside of the cup and the inside of the cup. Here the Shechan says, Yitena Yayin LeTelcho Chai Achma Gil Birkat HaAretz. So he says you should place the wine in your cup uh, while it is chai. Chai means raw, or in this case, undiluted. So we talked about this a little bit uh, last week, that it used to be back in the day that the wine was very, very strong. And it had to, by, like, uh, I guess the way it was set up, it had to be a uh, cup with some water. Otherwise, would it would be too difficult uh, to drink. So you're supposed to put it in undiluted. And then when you get to the Birkata Aretz, the bracha regarding the land of Israel, which is the second bracha of Birkada Mazon, right? Al Aretz al Mazon, right? Yeah, so when you get to that second bracha, so then you're going to uh, go ahead and you're going to dilute the wine. Says the Mishnah Bura, what does it mean? You're not going to dilute it at all. Even though technically you wouldn't be able to drink it at that point, nevertheless, Put it in the cup in that way. And then once you reach the birkata Aretz, so he says, Perish letechilat birkata Aretz. When you get to the beginning of the second bracha. So when you get to that paragraph, not right before we say the bracha, but at the beginning of that paragraph, you go ahead and you would uh, add water to to your cup of wine to make sure that the wine was properly diluted. Others argue with this and they say, no, you're supposed to specifically do it toward the end, specifically on the, the word of et, right? Because we say at the end of that paragraph, uh et so on That word et, for whatever reasons, it's, it seems like it's more of a capitalistic thing. Again, I apologize. Gotta find someone else to uh, explain that better to you. Um, but they suggest that specifically that word that you're supposed to add the water to your wine. And why are we doing all this? says the Shranuchlo, Dia Shavacharts to uh, make known the great praise of the land of Israel. It says the chazak that the wine is so strong, that you have to go ahead and you have to cut it. Right? Wine from uh, California, I'm sure it's delicious. Not as good as the wine from the land of Israel. And how do we show you that? By letting you know that we're going to have wine in our cup. Up until this point of the benching, which I couldn't even drink unless I go ahead and I add water to it, which again is the shevach, the great praise of the land of Israel. He says, So he says, uh, He says that in our countries, right, the Beit Yosef is not writing in the land of Israel. right? So he says, in, in our countries, we uh, still we go ahead and we add water to it, even though our wine is not that strong. Again, just to remind ourselves that in theory, had this been wine from Eretz Israel, it would have been necessary. The goal is just to highlight the great Shevach of the land of Israel. The Ramah here says, He says, if it's not that strong, so it's not necessary. So the Beit Yosef says that even though it wasn't necessary, they would go ahead and they would do it. But the Ramah says you wouldn't have to if you didn't want to. But the Mishnaburuah here adds... Um, uh, you could drink it as it is, but nevertheless, right, it seems like the minag develops that even though it's not necessary, they would go ahead and they would add that, uh, they would add that water to it. Now, again, nowadays, it doesn't seem like uh, we do that. Uh, number one, uh, we don't do that even when we're drinking wine from the land of Israel, because it seems like it's uh, palatable, and whatever the Kabbalistic reasons are, we don't add uh, water, I think. I, I haven't seen it. If, it. if you're doing it at your house, let me know, but I haven't seen it. That's Number one. Number Number two, we're not always drinking wine from the land of Israel. Okay, so still they have the minute to go in to do it, but it seems like there is some sort of Kabbalistic uh, reason why they would go ahead and uh, they would do this, so uh, I don't know, I don't know, it's sort of fallen by the wayside, we'd have to figure out historically when we stopped doing this, but again, the key is, uh, much of Birka is inherently tied to the greatness of the land of Israel, and this is just one other place where we highlight the greatness of the land of Israel, we thank Hashem not only for the food, but for the land as well. Rabbi Hanan, Merkash HaMeretz,